I'm Camille. <laughs> we're, the, we're the Soul Sisters. I knew the audio was going to delay it so very terribly, but that's all right. We're both here today. So Anita and I are here today with Angie. And just to give you a little brief backstory as to how Angie and I crossed paths, uh, Angie and I met at an ice golf um, event uh, two years back now at this point, and I was wearing a jacket that had some rhinestones on it, and we got to talking about all things rhinestones, and it turns out that Anita actually rhinestoned her competition bikini for when she competed um, previously. So it was just a small world of things to collide in. So I was like, okay, we have to connect. We have to share people this story and just to hear about what your prep experience was. So Angie, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell me, you know, how many times you've competed and then we'll go from there. Well, hi, I'm Angie Weber and I have competed one time. I was a one and done competitor. <laughs> It was pretty fabulous. I have to admit, the bikini was my most favorite part of the entire experience. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome, right? It's the prettiest part. That's awesome. No sweat was involved. <laughs> no sweat, no food. You just get to put something pretty on and prance around, so that's pretty nice. <laughs> that's awesome. How did you get first get introduced to the sport? So it's pretty interesting. So I was a personal trainer prior to even doing the competition. And so obviously I love fitness. Um, I taught a lot of group fitness classes and then I hurt my back. So I had a herniated disc in my back. And so I was a mostly a triathlete. I like to do like um, marathons, half Ironmans, triathlons, so that kind of a thing. And so running was just kind of like I needed to stop running. And I needed to stop running immediately. And they didn't know for how long if I would be able to get back to running. So it's kind of at a loss of what to do because that was pretty much how I managed my fitness and what I like to do and everything high intensity, jumping, biometrics. And I was talking to a friend who's also a trainer and he would prep people for competitions. Like that's what his thing is. He used to do competitions and he's like, you should do this like you've got the figure for it be that hard to do this um and I was like I don't know I had to like sit with a little while because I'm like this is a really different area and this is really you know takes a lot of discipline and you know racing is a different kind of discipline than like prepping for a stage competition so and I've never done anything I've never worked with a competitor I knew nothing about the field like nothing I've seen it but I had no idea how to go about it. And so I actually hired my friend um, to train me to prep and, you know, get my body in the shape that it needed to be to be on stage. And so that's kind of how I ended up there. It was really kind of like a fluke that, you know, injuring my back is what brought me to trying out um, competitive, you know, phys physical competition. Like it just is such a different field, you know, it, Never thought of that as a competition before. Yeah, and I feel like the challenges with the sport are, I would guess, unexpected from uh, other athletes coming from different sports. When you come from a different sport and you come to competing, you know, I think a lot of people think that the workouts are going to be, you know, the hardest part 
or, you know, sticking to your diet. I think a lot of people expect that to be challenging. Um, but what I, my experience has been personally and also in coaching new competitors is the posing, especially if you're not that type of, you know, you don't come from a dance background, you don't come from a cheerleading background. What was your experience with posing? Were you a natural? Did you feel like oh you had God. cement in your heels? Tell me. <laughs> I was the most awkward ever. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I felt awkward. I looked awkward. Like, you know, um, I hired a posing coach as well um, through my personal trainer. And so her name is Tara and she is uh, perfectly prepared. And so, and she brought me to then perfect fit gear at the time to get the bikini. So she was kind of my guru of like, what does this look like? How to do this? Where to put your hands? How to turn? Put your leg here. Push your booty there. You know, do this. Pop that. You know, and it was um, that was really hard. Uh, and then you know, just even practicing walking in the heels. Like I am not like normally a heels person. I'm usually in gym shoes like all the time. So for me, you know, putting on I, I can't even remember really like four inch. I mean, they were. I'm already a tall you know, woman, and, and put me I was like six, over six feet tall with these <laughs> shoes on. It was insane. So it was like little things of, you know, the techniques of like, okay, wear these when you're cooking so you get comfortable wearing these shoes, you know. And so I think if it wasn't for having a coat, I don't know how I would have ever felt comfortable and being on stage. And I still wasn't like comfortable. I was, you know, very nervous, but knowing that I've practiced the our routine over and over and over and you know seeing the the videos <laughs> she would take video <laughs> like ooh I don't like how that looks let's try that again yeah. <laughs> yeah that feedback is really good to see you know because you know she can tell you oh you're doing this or you're dropping this hip there you're doing that and until you see it you're like oh yeah that's not flattering I need to work on that <laughs> <laughs> and she was awesome so I mean it was so great that like so um at the time you know I'm a mom I have three kids and um Tara was great because my daughter at the time she was I think she was 10 at the time nine um and so she would come along and practice posing she would be at my posing appointments and there she was, like, doing her little thing and videotaping her, too. And like, <laughs> so it was kind of a family affair for us. I think awesome. a lot of it, I think competing becomes a family event. When one person competes, it brings kind of the whole element, too. I know, Nita, your little ones uh, follow suit, right? When we're out there posing, same thing. They, like, monkey see, yeah. monkey do, right? Those kiddos are watching what we're doing. Um, they're, wa they're watching they're posing they know how to hit poses and they they don't you I'm not even asking I ask them to take a picture with the camera and then they'll hit like a little pose type of thing yeah. and they love being like Rhea loves being on stage too because she's seen us on stage so much that she has a little stage fever too so um, it's very influential and it can go either way when you're leading your family down that journey it, you know and you have so much time to put in that being a positive role model and bringing her with that it was a great experience for her to to see a group of women probably come together and, and reach goals that's that's even more she's going to take away from that other than the posing you know that's the fun yeah. part 
right? And there's a lot of longevity you can teach about, you know. I had another conversation with one of my posing clients as well about how she likes being able to bring her kids, you know, involved in the process enough to show, like, look what mom is doing, this delayed gratification. Like, I'm putting in all this work now knowing that I'm not going to reach my payday until months down the road, but, you know, good things are hard to work for or whatever. Good work things work, whatever. Whatever the saying is, you get it. But... (laughs) So then, so you were, and you're still in the health and wellness field now currently, correct? I am, yep. So I actually went back and did some graduate work on um, Chinese medicine. So I do acupuncture and Chinese medicine and, you know, like cupping and different things Mm -hmm. like that, which is really nice for athletes too. And I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known this back then because some of those like tight muscles, we really could have worked on gotten a little farther you know <laughs> so yeah so I stayed in the wellness industry I don't work as anymore as a personal trainer but still love fitness and um, I've thought about competing you know it's always something that's in the back of your mind you know of like oh can I get on stage again like that was so cool that was such a cool experience and then I'm like Ooh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fun that it makes me think about it again like I really liked all the training for it and all the prep and really we just like to do another bikini you know yeah (laughs) we're both kind of spoiled I mean uh, how she was introduced into the bikini side of bodybuilding because she had grown up with it but the bikini side was literally pick your favorite one off the rack and put it on and let's see how it goes so like there's days where you know I just want to test it out and test colors so we're kind of spoiled on that you'll have to come hang out with us here um at the new place so then you can try some on and get that that bikini feel again (laughs) yeah right yeah where are you guys located now um uh Camille is in Michigan and we are near Green Bay so we're in Oconto Wisconsin right now oh okay nice yeah we just moved this past year So what was something, if you were going to talk to someone who had never competed before, what is something that you wish you would have known before you started? Ooh, okay. So the funniest thing that I had no idea how this all goes is the spray tan. So, you know, for people like, you know, being that you don't see video of me, you know, I'm a redhead with super white skin. Like, I've never been tan a day in my life. Like, no idea about, like, I've never even tried spray tanning or, you know, it just never crossed my mind. I just accepted my very pasty white skin. And so... I didn't know, like, at the competition, you know, it's all arranged for you, and you go here, and you do this, and, like, you know, the, your coaches really, like, prepare you, and they usually have the people that they like, right? Well, so, it was, like, in a hotel room, you know, right where the competition was, and I went there, and it was, like, a a tent inside the hotel room, and I don't know if that's always the case, but it was, that was the case for me, and I was, and there were naked ladies standing there crying. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> like, oh, this is new. <laughs> and then, so, okay, I like let it go. And I was like, all right, well, you know, I was once in the army, so I'm not a shy person. Like, all right, let's just strip it down. Here we go. Everybody's going to see everything. 
and I just really had no idea like that's how this goes <laughs> and um met some actually really fabulous women as we're all standing there naked together <laughs> and we're still friends today really there's no more of an intimate style of bonding than naked drying <laughs> at a bodybuilder show right. when you're really hungry yeah <laughs> What was your conversation like? <laughs> it was just like, get it out. How are you? How? What do you do for a living? Oh <laughs> like, standing there, orange and drying, you know? <laughs> like, oh, you're Somebody's a farm over there. Naked, getting their makeup on, you know? Like, I mean, it's just this different world. Like, and, and when you have no idea and you've never done it before, it is very odd. Like, right. And for my experiences, because, you know, I don't know, I've always had wonderful experiences, and I've had a lot. I mean, I've only competed a minimal amount, but I'm back behind the scenes at most of the bodybuilding shows, all that stuff, the night before, the day before. There's nothing in it to a lot of new competitors. Like, it's hard to explain that you're so dieted down. There's nothing weird and sexual about it. It is just a bunch of really tired, hungry people that have no choice. Everyone wants to wear clothes because they're so cold, but it's just like everyone's there supporting each other. You know what I mean? Like there, I know there's been spouses and significant others that fear that, you know, oh, my wife is in the best shape of her life. You know, are people going to be looking at it? Well, mostly they're like, you got great delts. Look at your triceps. You know, there's a, there's a recognition that's different. You know, it's more muscular recognition or best I've seen you since the last show there isn't that aching I've never got an ickiness behind stage which I think is great when you're forced to be naked yeah around a fan with other women right <laughs> and I had a similar experience the first time also red hair very pale skin never been tanned yeah. that was actually the first time I'd ever been naked in front of a stranger in my life like <laughs> just I never I, I'm not a public dressing room kind of gal like I've just been very private my yeah. whole life. But my the way I rationalized it, I was like, well, it's the best I've ever looked. So let's just, might as well, let it all hang out. Let's go. <laughs> At least I look great or whatever. Best I've ever looked. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. my God. Those yeah, can- it, you know, Surprisingly enough, it really wasn't that weird. You know, like, it was just, this was normal for this situation. <laughs> and, like, everybody yep. was cool with it. So you just kind of walk in and you're like, oh. Okay, so this is just what we do now. Like, this is the normal. There's a lot of weird things it that is. happen in bodybuilding that are only normal on show day. Like, I find myself right. grabbing women's boobs, getting them shuffled and, like, I like front and center without even asking. I might yeah. not even know their name. But I just, on show day, I, like, take care of whatever. <laughs> That's not normal to do in front of in any other situation. But on show day, they're like, yeah, no. please, take my boobs. Put them where you want them. Like, Take care of me. So many yeah. times it's been, it's been, hi, nice to meet you. Um, I got to go in and lift your boob right now and get it there. And then I got to yeah. go in and take your butt in the unknown region that not many people go to. And I don't even know your last name right now. <laughs> <laughs> the butt, yes. The glue on the butt was like, oh, uh, like, oh, like that's how swimsuits stay in place. Like, <laughs> Nobody talks about these little details. Like uh-huh. those are the things I think that surprised me the most were like those little detail things that 
you just didn't know. Like, you know, like, that's not, like, I expected food, yes. I expected low, slow cardio, yep, lots of lifting, yep. Like, those things you knew, like, that's just, like, everybody knows a competitor, like, that. that's just part of that. But it's, like, these little details or, like, or, like, the posing. Like, I never really thought about, like, that I would need someone to teach me how to pose and that there's a certain way to pose and that it is very particular on how you turn and you know, how to do a quarter turn and, you know, all these little tiny details or, nope, don't turn your hip this way, turn your hip that way. Like, that's not the the things that you think about when you think about doing a competition. You yeah. know, it's about just getting your physique there. And then you're like, oh, okay, oh, wow, like, this is like an art. Like, this is, mm-hmm. there's such a high performance standard to it, too. You can't just have a great body and just stand there. No, like that's not how this works. Right. That's where the the art of bodybuilding kind of comes through is in that presentation of that final package, which is something that Mm -hmm. it it is hard for new people to really master because it does just take a lot of time. But the earlier you can practice posing and the more frequently, I mean, it's never going to hurt practice posing more and more and more. And I, that's to me the more of a, the other parts, you know, your nutrition, that's a science. There's not a lot of art happening in your food during contest prep. And the same for your training. There's probably not a lot of art happening there. It's science. You follow the plan. But with posing, there's so many nuances. And the way that your coach tells you how to do it is different too. So like Tara, she's a great posing coach and can tell you how to move. I, I like to explain it when I teach clients like, First, you're going to figure out where you need to put your hands and where you need to put your feet. Then we're going to figure out how to get your personality into your posing. And that's the difference between like science, like figure out where your hands and feet need to go and art, figure out how to wrap it up beautifully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you dug your heels out since show day or have they stayed dust collecting back in the closet since final day of show? They are they are definitely dust collecting. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> but it is funny how I've been able to let go of those things. Like, you know, how you normally kind of like, I'm a purger, so like, yeah, I'm not going to keep shoes I don't wear. I don't keep these things. But like, there's this little basket that has like my shoes, my bikini, and like my bling that I wore that day. And I don't know if I need to like shadow box this thing or like what, because it's just, I can't get like it's just like it's so cool that yeah. to know that I did that like I was dedicated enough to do that I went through I finished it it's kind of like you know getting like I didn't place or anything you know but just having done that like yeah. the bikini is like the trophy right like I, like I did that like I wore that thing in front of all those people and I pranced around in it like <laughs> on purpose <laughs> so I feel like that's like my like marathon metal right like i feel like i need a like a hook on the wall (laughs) i've had gals send me pictures they have put them in shadow boxes and they hang it in their office or their workout room um a few of them told me they're gonna give it to me when they're done with it (laughs) it's like i might have to take it back off the wall and rent it out (laughs) (laughs) i know because to me a suit 
Yeah, a suit that gets stage time. Camille's the same way with the rentals, seeing it on different people and getting to wear a suit that placed first, you know, a month ago. It's kind of like that sisterhood of the traveling suit that she calls it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. It's always kind of fun to see um, them back on stage. So maybe yours will be brought back to life. You might have to rock it again. I don't know. I think I might save it until I'm like 70 and just put that sucker on yeah. and be like, oh, I still got it. Just to prove it to those like grandchildren, like, oh yeah, you know, grandma, she got on stage in this thing. I've right. had, or I've had <laughs> um, awesome. daughters wear their mom's suit before. Oh, that's cool. We brought oh. it back to life. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Forget <laughs> the christening gown, man. Here's the bikini. <laughs> right? And that's for sure how things would go in this family. <laughs> that's awesome. So during contest prep, it's really common for, and this is, you know, this has been a couple years since you competed, so that's fine. If there's none that are fresh in the memory bank, I'll share some of ours. But it's pretty common for you to get that, you know, brain fog or, like, it gets intense towards the end of contest prep. Do you have any times that you remember during contest prep of like just utter brain farts or like anything funny or silly that happened as you were going through your contest prep? Oh yeah, my poor girlfriends. So <laughs> they would probably tell you the story in an absolute heartbeat because apparently I didn't realize quite how hangry I would get. I didn't notice it in myself, but, you know, they noticed it in me. I wasn't quite myself. And so, you know, there was, we were having a barbecue. It was, you know, summertime or something. Um, I don't remember. We were getting all, we were all getting together. Couldn't have been summertime because I did Mr. Miz. So that's, that's not the right timing. So we must have just been getting together. And I had offered to bring like um, chicken skewers and beef skewers with the vegetables I could eat because then it was food I could eat, Right. And then I got such as I was heading there that one of my girlfriends was bringing, like, the same thing, but a little different, but the same. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I told you I'm bringing this. Like, I went total crazy, like, angry, didn't want to go. I was like, get it. I'm not even going. Oh my <laughs> I'm God. so angry. Like, how dare you bring chicken skewers? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Totally crazy. 
That's funny. You should text them and be like, hey, guess what I'm having for dinner tonight? Like- Chicken skewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be messing with the girls' chicken skewers, man. <laughs> You should just bring chicken skewers to every event, no matter what time of year. Just show up with the chicken skewers, <laughs> right? Oh god! Oh, that is funny. Yes, there's so many funny like moments like that during prep where it shows your true colors in one way than another. Um, but that's awesome. Right? Well, I think it helps you realize a lot of things too. You know, sometimes it's the aha moment that you want to look at. You know, and then you take too much serious around it then you can get laugh about it a little bit later and you know realize that it's not that big of a deal and we're all gonna be okay <laughs> you know life goes on it's not that serious but it does feel like it's the most intense thing in the world at that time right yeah, yeah. it's all i could think about how dare she <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angie, for sharing your experience with competing. I just think it's, you know, we talk to a lot of pros in the, on this podcast, but it's great to hear from people who have competed only one time and had a positive experience with the sport and simply stepped away for one reason or another. But it sounds like you're definitely more than open or, you know, you, you, the suit and heels are still in the back of the closet. That thought is still in the, on the table um, in one way or another. So that's great to hear that you are still open to maybe competing again at some point down the line. They do have the master's division. Um, so that's always an opportunity. Right. That's what I'm going for. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, I think you took a seat and you're waiting for that master's to kick in. Then you're going to come back. <laughs> that's what, yeah. I'm soon 40. So I'm going to tick over that 40 mark and then I'll do another competition again. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Awesome. I'm in, I'm like 43 now. So I think that's technically masters already. It is. We in your tall, you said you're, what are you, what, what's your height? Five, eight, five, nine. Five, nine. So girl, we'd be, we could do it together. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm holding out for like 50, 50. I'm gonna oh, make okay. Hey, there you go. That's a common years. thing, right? People want to be in <laughs> the best shape of their life by 50. So that's not a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad goal. That's still, it's a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Angie. And you know where to find us for the next time you compete. Thanks again, Nita, for joining us. And hope you have a great week. Awesome. Thank All right. you. Bye. All right. Bye.